What is up, True Selfie fam? It's Brooke, your host, and I am pumped about today's topic. But before we dive into what I believe to be a true word from God for you today, I want to let you know that there are plenty ways to support this podcast. What you are doing right now is supporting it just by listening, and I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or by financially supporting. Whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast, which gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions as little as 99 cents. You can also support through my website, brookegunther.com by clicking the donate tab where one-time contributions or monthly contributions are accepted through PayPal or by using your debit or credit card. However you support, I appreciate you. Now, let's dive into today's topic. Welcome, you guys. I am so excited. I feel like I open up every podcast with those words. I am so excited or I'm really pumped. Um, But today, I am really excited. Um, I have this fire inside me this morning or um, actually it's this afternoon um and I am just you know whenever you feel like you have something that God has placed inside of you that you just you want to get it out and it's like when can I just like release it and so that's kind of how I feel today so pumped excited um we're going to talk about um you know pursuing the kingdom of God and you're like, that sounds like a boring topic. Listen, y'all, I got a revelation of this topic today and it'll blow your mind. So um, buckle down, stay in, be with me, get your Bible, um, open up your phone, look at your Bible app, whatever you got to do. Um, put the do not disturb on. I put my do not disturb on so nobody would interrupt me while I'm recording because I have a word for you to hear today. Um, so this these podcasts are always to encourage you to make sure you as believers, you as Christians are walking out your purpose and plan that God has placed on your life, your calling, what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, we all have that. And sometimes I feel like it's a really great concept, but like the practicality of it is a little like, you know, what, what do I do? Like what physical things do I need to do to make this happen? Um, you know, I have these visions, I have these plans, I have these needs, you know, what do I need to do? Is there like a magic formula? Right. Um, I think about like back in algebra, um, you know, a squared plus or times B squared equals C squared. Like, um, is there something, is there a practical way for us to know that we are truly walking out God's intended purpose for our lives? And the easy answer that I'm going to give you today is absolutely yes. Um, and then I know you're like, the next question you're going to ask me is, okay, Brooke, well, what's that formula? And I'm going to tell you in just a minute that there is a formula. I do believe the Bible says as clear as day, what that formula is. And we're going to talk about that today. So the easiest example that I, as I'm thinking about this, um, I bring myself back to my childhood. Um, and it was one of the easiest games that we played growing up. You didn't need an instruction. Nobody had to like tell you the rules of the game. You didn't need anything. You didn't need cards. You didn't need, um, you know, toys. You didn't need anything. You just needed a person to play with you. Okay. It literally does not take anything to play this game. Do you guys know what game I'm talking about? (laughs) Um, 
My kids play all the time and it is hide and seek, okay? And so when we played hide and seek growing up, obviously um, the intention of the game is to be found. So one person hides while the other person seeks and with both people knowing that the intention of the game is to be found. Um, you know, the hider ain't going to go hide without knowing that the seeker is going to find him. Um, and you know, it's like the hider isn't just like hiding for fun, like hoping that, you know, he never gets found and he's stuck there for years and years to come. No, he wants to be found. He wants to be the last to be found, but he still wants to be found. Okay. And so the seeker is, you know, seeking to find the hider and, the only thing that is actually a requirement of the game, you don't need cards, you don't need anything, but you have to have a desire. Um, there has to be a desire that the seeker must have in order to find the hider. Do you guys catch what I'm saying today? Um, and so if the seeker has lost their desire to seek, I think we know what happens. The hider will stay hidden for years and years and years. I don't know about you, but when I'm hiding, I get super anxious and nervous and excited. And when I'm hiding, I honestly, I feel like I've been hiding for like 10 minutes and it's probably only been like 30 seconds. I'm just like, you know, where are they? Are they coming? Are they coming to find me? And the hider won't get found if the seeker has lost his desire to find them. And so that hider is going to stay hidden. And I think sometimes we see God this way, you know, you know, God, why are you hiding from me? Um, and the truth is he isn't, um, God's intention is always to be found. Um, he isn't a God who is hiding, um, hoping that we as seekers won't find him. His intention is always to be found. We can find that in Matthew 7, 7 and 8. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. So Matthew 7, 7 through 8, like, like flat out tells us God wants us to find him. He isn't hiding without intention of being found according to his word. Okay. And we believe his word is truth. And so let's go into Timothy six and 11, because I want to kind of pull you into this pursuing, um, for a moment, Timothy six and verse 11 says, but as for you, Oh man of God, oh woman of God, oh child of God, oh teenager of God, whoever you are that's listening, oh wife of God, oh husband of God, um, you just fill in, oh college student of God, you know, wh wherever you are in your life, um, flee these things. Now, you, in order to know what kind of things he's, where he's requiring us to flee from, you would have to go up and find um, that he's talking about, you know, lust and greed and money and all of that. And he says, but pursue righteousness, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Um, and so in this letter, Paul is telling Timothy, like, listen, this fight of faith this battle that you're in, this thing that you are asking for, this cry of your heart, um, you know, it's not an easy cry. It's not an easy situation. It's not something easy for you to do, but this is what I want you to do. Okay. He's saying like, it's not going to be easy. All right. But these are the requirements. These are the commands that I'm telling you to do. Make sure you are pursuing the right things. 
the godly things, the eternal things, the things that kingdomly matter. And so, um, not the things of this world. So like I said, when we would scroll up to see what, um, Paul is telling Timothy as just a warning, you know, not the worldly things. And he talked about, you know, money that was greed that had greed behind it. You know, if you're searching for money, um, you know, the lover of money is trouble. And if you bring in so much money, you're uh, asking for a lot of trouble. Um, and so don't be searching, don't be pursuing greed. Don't pursue jealousy. Don't pursue bitterness. Don't pursue lust or perversion or anger or wrath. Don't pursue revenge. Okay. Don't pursue, um, envy. All of those things are going to not only destroy you, but they're going to destroy everything around you. So I'm asking you today, are you pursuing worldly things or kingdom things? Um, like Timothy six eleven says, pursue righteousness. And I love it because it says, but as for you. And so I feel like sometimes as believers, we have to understand that we are called to a higher standing because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. God has adopted us as his and he has um, the word of God for us to live by. And so it says, but as for you, like your best friend may not be pursuing these things. Your um, boyfriend or girlfriend may not be pursuing these things. Um, Your children may not be pursuing these things. Your mom or your dad for you, teenager or child that is listening today, um, they may not be pursuing kingdom or godly things, but because you're a believer and you believe in Jesus Christ, it says, but as for you, you're going to be a little bit different. You have a different thing to pursue. We need you to pursue righteousness. He needs you to pursue godliness. Are you pursuing faith? Are you pursuing love? When things make you angry, You know, are you choosing to say no to the anger and pursue love instead? When you get upset and frustrated with a situation or with someone, are you pursuing revenge or are you going to show gentleness and kindness? Um, You know, the things of this world will destroy us if we are entangled with them. And it's not only destroying us, it's honestly destroying everything that that you are entangled with. So if you're pursuing all of these evil, um, you know, things, it's not only affecting you, but it's going to affect, affect everything that you're entangled with, everything that you are intertwined with, everything that you are working through and, and working in and working with, um, in your marriage, in your children's life, in your ministry, in your job, it just leaks you guys, it leaks out and it just gets entangled into everything. So that's why Paul is telling him like, Timothy, listen, and that's my heart today is, is being a Paul for you today. Not saying Paul, because I'm, you know, above you by any means, because we're all sinners, right? We all need, we all need God's grace and his mercy. But as a friend, you know, in Christ telling you, Timothy, a friend in Christ, listen, instead flee from those things pursue righteousness, pursue godliness, pursue faith and love and gentleness. That is what we as believers have to pursue. It's not an option. We don't get, you know, a day where we can just cuss somebody out. No, we have to pursue godliness. How can we cuss someone out 
Okay, that's I really I have a really hard time with people cussing because I'm like, how can you cuss and bless God? I know it says in the Bible that our mouths are the worst things to tame because out of it, it flows blessings and cursings. But can I tell you that with God's help, you can stop cussing. It's not a lifestyle that you have to pursue. You can pursue godliness and righteousness and gentleness. Um, And so hear me out. I'm about to mess up your world today. And I'm about to step on your toes if I haven't already. I may ruffle your feathers, whatever you want to say. Um, But can I just say this? God took me like me. God is working on me. So this podcast is intended not to offend you because it was really intended to offend me from God. (laughs) Um, Like he's sharpening me up today. And because I got a revelation of this, I feel it important to share my revelation with you today. And so my heart cry on some matters in my life, you know, the things that I'm believing for, I'm asking and not receiving. I'm seeking and not finding. Um, I'm knocking and I'm like, you know, God, I know you have it for me, but why ain't you opening up the door? (laughs) Um, Can anybody hear me? Are there things that your heart is just crying for? Um, You know, situations that you are just fed up with, um, things that you are hoping God to heal and restore, um, you know, finances that you're asking God to, you know, bless and you know, the list can go on and on. And so whatever that is for you, I want you to listen to his response because his response was for, was my response today. He was just flat out laying it out for me today. And in James four, if you want to turn there you're more than welcome to, it says you do not have because you do not ask. And so I'm reading that and I'm like, well, I've been asking. So that, that one ain't for me. (laughs) And then he's like, no, continue. And then it says you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly. And it just hit me like a ton of breaks. You know, the things of our heart cry, the things that we're asking for, the dreams that we're asking God to fulfill, the visions that we have for ministry that we're wanting to see unfolded, um, you know, growth in our marriages, growth in our lives, seeing our children saved, all of these things you're asking, but yet you're not receiving. And he's saying, because you're asking wrongly. And so I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, I get it. I'm not asking the right way, but like, how do I ask the right way? God, like, is it a wording thing? Like, what is it? And he was like, no, it's your intention. And I'm like, okay, like, what are my intentions, God? Like, show them to me, you know? Um, And so I heard this um, on a podcast today, literally, because this this, um, question, I got this message. Like, he gave me this response earlier today. And I told him in my prayer time, I was like, God, I hear what you're saying. I I would just want to know what you mean. Like, I see that I'm not asking right. Like, I'm like, just show me. And he said, your intentions. And I'm just like, okay, God, like whatever those intentions are, like whatever it is in my heart, I just ask you to remove it. You know, blah, 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 like a super nice prayer (laughs) that I, that we sometimes just give, you know, remove things that aren't of you. You know, I want to be more like you, God. And and make my intentions pure. <laughs> you know, I just started praying all of those things. And 
I heard a podcast later in the day, hours later, and the guy said this, and I'm about to blow your mind. (laughs) I'm not going to. God's going to blow your mind. Here we go. Wouldn't it be a shame to spend your whole life crying out for one thing and find you cried out for the wrong thing? Okay, I'm going to say it again for those of you that maybe didn't hear it. Wouldn't it be a shame to spend your whole life crying out for one thing and find you cried out for the wrong thing? Like you're crying out and you're asking God for things, for healings, for breakthroughs, for freedom, from addictions, from, you know, marriages that have gone, that are just like on the wrong road, like um, salvation in your husband, salvation in your children. Um, you know, families being reunited, financial healing to your business, you know, actual physical healing in your body. Like you're crying out for those things. And God's like, I hear you. Okay. He hears you. He hears your prayers. But what if I told you that you could cry out for one thing and in return, get everything. And that's what the Bible says, you guys. I'm going to show you because I feel like you don't believe me. (laughs) God revealed this to me and I'm about to reveal this to you with the help of the Holy Spirit. But I want you to hear it with a fresh heart, an open heart, open ears, a fresh mind. Um, Matthew 6, 33. And we have heard this verse. I have heard this verse over and over. Growing up, I've heard it. But recently I've heard it a lot. It's literally a verse that Jesse recites a lot. And it's funny because this whole time he's been reciting it probably for months, we, like just in conversation, you know, we've had conversations and he just kept repeating this verse over and over. Um, and it's like, God's like, I've been trying to tell you, <laughs> but Matthew six thirty three, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. What if I told you, you could cry out for one thing and get everything. What if I told you to cry out for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else that you're worried with, everything else that bothers you, everything else that keeps you depressed. You'll be free from, they'll be added to you. You won't want or need for nothing. And so instead of crying out for things, instead of crying out, you know, for our marriage or to get a new house or to get a promotion so you can meet budget, instead of crying out for salvation for our families, instead of, uh, you know, crying out for, for these things, instead of crying out for things, we're, we're asking wrongly. We're asking God for things and he doesn't want to hear us. He wants to hear us. Okay. He wants to hear us cry out to him. He loves to hear our prayers and he wants to hear the things of our hearts and what our desires and, and what we need. And, and he, lo- because it's communication and he loves to communicate and have a relationship with us. But he's like, you're asking wrong. You're and you're not going to receive it until you ask, right? You're asking for things you're seeking And you're not finding because you're doing it wrong. 
seek first the kingdom. Your cheat code today, my friend, is very, very simple. Your formula that like I have made so hard to understand. Instead of like waking up and praying and asking God for all of these things on our list, you know, well, this person needs healing and that person needs this and this person needs that and, and I need this God. And, and, and instead of going to him with that mentality, I, I need this. I want this. I need this. I want this. I need this God. Blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's do it right. Let's seek first the kingdom. That's your formula. Seek first the kingdom of God. You know, first means there has to be a priority attached to it. It's a desire of yours to seek. Are you seeking him first? That means there's got to be a desire like hide and go seek. We have to seek first with that desire. Like the person who is going to go uh, seek the hidden person, they have to have a desire to find said person. Is your desire in the seek? Is it there? You know, are, are you seeking him first? Because James tells us you are crying out. God hears you loud and clear, but you simply aren't receiving because you are asking wrongly. You're wanting for personal game. I'm going to take you back to James, um, that scripture that I read in yeah, James 4 verse 3. It says, you do not have because you do not ask. Now, some of you just ain't asking and you ain't going to get it because you ain't asking. Um, but for those of you that are asking, me included, um, you're not receiving, right? You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly. Because we're taking our wants and our needs. And instead of seeking God first, we're asking those things. And it says, because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You're wanting for personal game sometimes. You're wanting for personal relief. You want your kids saved just to kind of get them, you know, the headache and the frustration and the worry that you have for them. You just want it to go away, right? Um, you know, personal passion for personal pleasure. You know, you want your business to grow. Why do you want it to grow? So you can have money flowing in and you can just spend it on whatever you want. Are you even going to tithe on that? Are you even going to bless God in, in offering and in, in giving to the ministry, the kingdom? Probably not. That's why you haven't received it. <laughs> you aren't asking with the kingdom in mind, my friend. Your intention is wrong. The formula ain't even, you ain't even working the right formula, okay? And I'm here to reveal the formula to you today. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first. Seek with a desire. Seek with a passion. The kingdom of God. What does that mean, Brooke? Kingdom things. Seek first kingdom things. What are kingdom things? Love. Joy. Right? Righteousness. We just talked about that in, was it Timothy? Let me, yes, but as for you, O child of God, O woman of God, O man of God, flee these things, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, 
How do we pursue faith? We get faith by hearing the word of God. Are you reading the Bible? Are you seeking first the kingdom? How do we produce or pursue gentleness? By seeking first the kingdom. Waking up, putting God first. You don't need a special formula. You don't have to have the right words to say that's going to break open, you know, things in your life or, or, um, heal areas of your life. Okay. There's no special thing. I'm, I'm trying to tell you there's no special thing except this seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. You won't want for anything. Once your heart is desiring kingdom things, The things of this world will not matter to you anymore. You won't want those things. You won't want money. You won't want um, bitterness in your life. You won't want people to be mad at you. You won't want unforgiveness or unforgiveness. You won't want for those things. Seek first the kingdom, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, joy, peace, all of those things. Pursue them with the desire. Pursue. What does pursue mean? It's following someone or following something. You know, you're you're pursuing something because you want to overcome or overtake it. You're pursuing the kingdom because you want kingdom things to happen in your life and in the scope around you. And you want to make a difference for the kingdom of God. So seek first the kingdom, my friend. That's your cheat code. That's it. I know it sounds so crazy. I'm like, I've heard that verse over and over and over, but it's like, there are things that I've been like crying out for. And today God just said, you know, you're crying out and I hear you, but you're crying out wrong. Cry out for the kingdom. Cry out for the lost souls that need to be saved. Cry out for ministries to flourish, for churches to grow, for revival to spread. Those are the things that we should be crying out for as believers. Listen, I hope you guys are just like mind blown as I was. It's good. Um, Share this with someone, okay? I honestly, I feel like when we are sharing God's word, we are allowing the scope and the influence to just be bigger and bigger and bigger. So the more that of the more the people here, you know, kingdom it's kingdom minded and it's so funny because at the beginning of the year god placed this on my heart it's kingdom minded heart guided and you know as long as we're doing things with the kingdom on our mind okay our minds are focused on kingdom things and our hearts behind it are guided with it with love and passion and peace and desire we can do insane things for God's kingdom. I truly believe that. Be blessed, you guys. Have a great week. Um, be encouraged. Go share God's word with someone and seek first the kingdom of God. Okay? Seek first the kingdom of God.